0: Hi, friends, and welcome to the Next Small Thing podcast. I'm your host, Casey Anderson, your coach for thriving with anxiety, holding your hand as you define your spirituality and fall in love with your own personal development. In a world that rewards the constant hustle, we know the beauty in taking it steady and enjoying the ride. This is your sanctuary, your tranquil oasis where we will explore the seemingly small yet profoundly impactful things that can make a big difference in our journey towards peace, joy, and fulfillment. In each episode, we will unravel the secrets of the mind, tap into the power of mindfulness, elevate our wellness, and embark on a spiritual journey together. You'll hear from incredible guests, and I'll share my own experience navigating this thing called life. One small thing today can change your entire life. So... Let's dive in and find out what's next for you. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm so excited to be here with you. And you might think, well, that's a bit weird. You're actually just sitting in front of a screen talking to no one when you record this. But it honestly doesn't feel like that. I feel like I'm having just a lovely conversation with a friend. So, yeah, I I will say it time and time again. I love having a podcast. Um, today's little pep talk is as much a pep talk for me as it is for someone else who might be going through this. And I have been talking to a number of people who have similar feelings recently. So maybe there's something in the stars right now, uh, some overwhelm, some chaotic energy, like there's things coming up that are kind of questioning what's going on for you, For me, uh, I moved this week, so my partner and I have moved back in with my parents for a couple of weeks. Um, We're so excited because our house, like we bought a house and that settles in less than two weeks now, but it does mean that for a while we are living out of suitcases and surrounded by piles of boxes. It feels a little bit chaotic. On top of that, I had some problems with sleeping, which just sucks if you're someone who has problems with sleeping I just I'm sending you so much love and power because that's the worst um I had some dramas at work like it just kind of felt like a, a perfect storm of everything going wrong and I really there were days when my ego was so loud uh because of course when everything's going on and I'm not when you're not sleeping and Stuff you start to make, well, you you just physically can't make the best decisions, and so I was sacrificing exercise because I had to be packing or moving things, and maybe I no, I definitely didn't eat as well as I could have. um Yeah, it, and then that doesn't make things any better because the things I start telling myself is, oh my god, I shouldn't have eaten that, and I really wish I exercised today, and. I feel so frustrated. I feel stuck. And yeah, that voice in my head is telling me I'm not good enough. And like, what's the point in all that hard work when you feel like this and it's never going to end? Well, okay, let's stop that right there. Um, Take a breath, always take a breath. I'm going to take one right now. It's okay to not be... 100% your absolute best every day. It it happens with the energy of, like, the collective, the energy of the stars. If you're a woman, like, wherever you are in your cycle, it could be any number of things. But it's okay to not be, yeah, feeling 100% every single day. It's just the way it is. So remember to go easy on yourself. Accept where you are for what it is uh practice gratitude for what you do have and like I had I spent a lot of time reminding myself why why we're living out of boxes, why we're coming back here just for a couple of weeks and yeah reminding myself I'm doing I'm doing my best even if it doesn't feel like it. Like when we have low energy our best is still our best. Um and let go. Forgive yourself if if you didn't make the right decision. Know wherever you are is exactly where you need to be, and there's no rush to be ahead of of this exact moment. But be here. Hold space for emotions, even if they're not positive. Still acknowledge them. Um, they're there to tell you something. So just yes, I I hear you. I understand things are a little bit tough right now. What can I, what can I do going forward when I feel a little bit better? Or how can I, how can I find some energy? Like, can you do something you love? Or maybe this is a reminder you need to relax a little bit more and rest, uh, which is also really important. And typically we start to get sick or yeah we feel overwhelmed when maybe we're just going a little bit too hard we can't we can't do everything all the time uh or we're gonna get burnt out so if that resonates for you let me know and know i'm always here to chat um i'm most contactable on instagram um yeah sending you so much love and we've got this and yeah you're amazing so today's episode is super special to me it's something that I <laughs> I still am learning uh, and you will see why I will be sharing a lot about my own journey in this episode I hope well that's yeah if that doesn't interest you probably best to tune out now but if you have listened to any of my other episodes or you find yourself here now there's probably a reason and I bet you, can take something from this Um, but this is about it is okay to change your career and I mean at any point in time if you're unhappy it is okay to change your career and why would that be important to talk about well we'll talk about some of the reasons people might feel stuck in their career and kind of what we can do to assess whether you are unhappy in your job or maybe when you look a bit deeper in it, you actually, you may choose to stay and how you can make the best out of that situation. So yeah, I hope you leave feeling a bit more empowered to either enjoy your current situation or maybe change it up if it's not working for you. And it, I know this podcast is called The Next Small Thing maybe a career change isn't quite a small thing because an average person or well, the average person will work approximately 90,000 hours over their lifetime. That works out to be more than 10 straight years of work, which is wild. I think it's 10.2 something to be exact. A um, Zipia study uh, from the US in 2023 found that 65% of workers were happy with their job, which is, that's not too bad. Only 20%, however, were passionate about their jobs. 49% were very satisfied with their jobs, while 30% were only somewhat satisfied with their current job. 61% of people interviewed in this study wanted to leave their current jobs in 2023. 61%, so more than half of the people, for whatever reason they don't say, but were not so satisfied in their job that they want to say. And that just, to me, makes me think that there's people, a lot of people out there unhappy with the job they're in, which, yeah, makes me sad. makes me unhappy. (laughs) um that's 61% of people who don't yeah aren't living the life that they could be if they felt satisfied or happy with their job um so let's change that and I am not suggesting that all of those people are going to listen to this podcast but if this helps one person decide if they want to change their job then that's that's change and this is how we change the world so why is this so relevant for me? Well, I went to university and studied a Bachelor of Science in Zoology and Conservation Biology. I went straight out of high school. That was kind of the, the thing you did, like the school I was at and the friends I had. You do your ATAR. You go to university, you get a job in that field, and, like, that is what success looks like. And that was kind of really the only path given to me by teachers and parents. Like, yeah, I and I feel like that is pretty standard for a lot of people my age in this sort of country. Can't speak for anyone else, of course, but I do feel like it's pretty common. And so, and I, I do... I did want to work with animals from like a very young age. That was my dream. So I thought. Um, so it seemed like a very natural path. And while I worked at university, I had uh, I volunteered at a reptile park. I worked at a pet shop out of university. I traveled a bit and I did some volunteering at other animal parks um in Canada, that was. I came back to Australia I found a job at a wildlife park that wasn't working out for me oh and if it doesn't if it's not already clear all the jobs I'd had before that point hadn't worked out for me and there was common themes in all of them and that those being I felt really like emotionally overwhelmed a lot of the time the people I was working with didn't like most. There were beautiful people there, really kind people amongst this, but in every position, and this is not an exaggeration, every position I had problems with someone else in the workplace. And I'm not putting all the blame onto other people, but there are a lot of toxic personalities in these jobs. Um, came, yeah, so working at the wildlife park that ended up being really hard and I decided it wasn't working for me again due to someone I was working with and I didn't agree with their their methods of animal care anyway we won't get into the exact why about other people but I was feeling really stressed overwhelmed upset low feelings and really I was waking up in the morning dreading going to work which is not something you want so I ended up I was offered a job at the wildlife center we'd volunteered at in Canada and they said, if you like, we have a position for your partner as well. So we decided to move to Canada thinking like we, we had our dream job. We'd been offered to live on the property, could take my cat, our cat. Sorry, babe. Um, who am I kidding? He's not listening. (laughs) Um, and yeah, this is it, like I've I've found my career. We loved volunteering there. Yes, it wasn't perfect, but the perks, like the benefits outweighed the cons. So we moved our whole lives, sold everything we owned, left our f- close family. I did have some family in Canada, which was amazing. And I'm a citizen there. We left and it was going well. COVID happened a month later. That wasn't something anyone could have predicted, but look, it didn't make for the smoothest transition to moving internationally. And being a centre that relied on international volunteers, there was a lot of stress put on to me from like right in the beginning that like without COVID, there wouldn't have been, but we, yeah, we were really short on volunteers. We didn't know how we were going to get money because we needed community events and fundraising things to fund the center. Um, But again, so I think I'm in my dream job. And again, day to day, I am so emotional, like upset, angry, frustrated at the way things are going in this job. Um, I can't separate my – separate's not the right word. I couldn't, like, let go of the empathy and care I have um, for these animals. So in a rehab centre, that's not ideal because all we're receiving are injured or orphaned animals. A lot of the time they can't be saved. And it was really hard. As someone who – like, I I consider myself an empath and I have this thing with animals where – like I feel their pain, so I was taking that on every day, um, and it was it was really hard. And we lived on site, so even if it wasn't my night on call, if an intern had a problem, they would come to me before calling the supervisor on call because I am a minute walk from where they are, whereas someone else would have to drive maybe twenty minutes. So. After hours, I was having to go to work and maybe give medication or, um, yeah, I don't want to go into the details too much, but it was emotionally and mentally just breaking me, for lack of a better word. And then what happened was I, well, so it was COVID too. We lived on site. We weren't allowed to leave site. We couldn't even go get groceries um, in we were blessed in that we would get donations of food for the interns and the animals which we could eat so yes that's amazing and a huge like in one way a benefit however the food wasn't healthy fresh like well-balanced diets like a lot of the time the food we weren't eating the uh, the food we were eating wasn't that good for us like I remember we got a donation of vegan magnums once like a thousand of them and i think my partner and i were eating two a day each like how bad is that um anyway i was doing my best <laughs> um and we well i went i turned to marijuana to cope it was legal there um and like i thought i loved it at the time but I can see now looking back that I was using it to switch off my emotions because I would just feel so calm and relaxed and I could drown out the sadness and the, the frustration I was feeling at work and, like, the helplessness that I couldn't save all the animals and I couldn't change the way things were going on and, like, there were conflicts between the internet. Like, oh, so many things. Um but yeah i was switching off and just that was a huge coping mechanism and then my partner and i because we we worked together we lived in a trailer together we couldn't leave sight um so we were just kind of stuck together all the time but we weren't talking because we were high and just switched off watching tv wow this is i uh-huh. hope yeah It's okay that I share this, but yeah, it's, it doesn't paint the best picture, but it's just the reality of it. Um, I got to probably the worst place I'd ever been there. Well, no, that's not true. Um, because it wasn't till after that, that I went to hospital for my depression. So we do eventually leave that job and we did not leave it well. Um, there was a lot of conflict with other staff and basically we quit just said we'd had enough and we moved out like that same within the next couple of days like it wasn't a graceful still be friends and chat like later on it was like no, nah, this is it we're done um I knew that they would be saying some pretty not nice things about us when we left but that's look it is what it is whatever um after that I got a job at a vet clinic Here I, so if you can't tell, I'm so determined to try to stay in this career, like this animal career path, when it is just so clearly not working for me. But however, at that point, I still hadn't worked that out. Got a job in a vet clinic. Again, toxic. Surprise, surprise. Um, And I'm sure they're not all like this, but this one, like the, I feel like my boss was a narcissist and it was just it yeah i don't I, i'm like what detail do i give here but i'll try to stick to what was in my control which was how i was feeling i felt a lot of the time like i wasn't recognized for going above and beyond like staying late every night even though i wasn't asked or working through my breaks because surgeries ran over time or things weren't scheduled or people walked in off the street without an appointment and they were fit in, even though we were already stretched way too thin. And the other staff, like we were all burnt out. No one was being paid enough. I was, I literally started this job on $15.50 an hour. And I think our rent was like $1,800 a month in a one bedroom apartment. So that didn't help the stress. Um, yeah, we just... And I remember hanging out with my colleagues outside of work because I love them so much and I still do, but we would just complain about work and bitch and yeah, talk about how much we hated it, how hard it was, which then I would leave social events feeling really awful because when you dwell on all that stuff and you get yourself worked up, like it comes out in your energy. I remember coming home once from seeing them. And Lockie and I just broke into a fight, like, immediately. And he's like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm really sorry. I've realised now that, like, I've just been in a negative little chaos bubble of, like, complaining about my situation but still not doing nothing to change it. Um, So (laughs) because I wasn't being paid enough at that job to literally pay our bills, I got another job, one day extra a week at an animal shelter. Still not learning my lesson, um, so now I'm working six days a week with animals. Burnt out. Um, it's not long after that that I I end up in hospital. I check myself into a psychiatric facility because I'm having really yeah not great thoughts about life and not wanting to go on. So then i i quit the, the vet clinic job um uh, so again i've not left that left that on a good note um they didn't they didn't talk to me they didn't reply to my resignation email they just um got a colleague to drop off my last paycheck and like the tax whatever thing i needed never asked if i was okay even though they knew i was in whatever anyway i stayed at the animal shelter i ended up there full time and look i did love that job because The people there were actually yeah were there any they were mostly just amazing to say the least and I ended up leaving that job because we decided to move back to Australia for other reasons would I have stayed in that job yes probably however I'll admit I still struggled with the animal side of things and one thing I've not mentioned in any of these jobs is that the public always treated you like absolute trash so that never helps um because when you're being abused for trying to help someone with their pet or like an animal they've found and they're telling you that you're like you scum for asking for money or like or for charging them for a, a vet service like yeah doesn't feel great so again feelings of like helplessness um sadness frustration guilt so many things that's probably a long enough (laughs) explanation of my journey but I just I felt I had been to university to study this and I thought from a long age this was my dream this was my purpose and I had I do admit I had a lot of skills. I was really good at working with animals. Every job I did, I did really well. So I, I wanted to make it work. I wanted to stay there. And I if I thought about leaving to pursue something else, I would feel a lot of shame. And I thought it would look like I failed. Um, and that's why I stayed. That's why time and time again, even though I can't, how many jobs was that? over 10 I'd say maybe like my resume is so long (laughs) and I've not stayed in a job for more than a year or maybe two years um and I felt so much shame about that I would say to myself what's wrong with me why can't I make this work um I would tell myself I must I must be the problem not what's going on around me, like this is something wrong with me that I can't find a job and make it last, like why Why do I suck? Those sorts of things. Just really, oh, God, we are our own worst enemy for sure um, and my ego used to be so loud. So if that's what you're going through, just like you're not alone. But this, yeah, the point of this is to say, like if you're not happy in the job you were in, like – there is no failure, no shame in trying something else. So why do we feel the need to stay in jobs we don't like? Well, there's definitely that fear of failure. Like it's oh, is it gonna look like I wasn't cut out for this if I if I leave and try something else? Or maybe you feel like you'll disappoint someone else and that. That fear just keeps us kind of stuck and causes us to do nothing. Um, It might be like a people-pleasing thing or the approval of others. Maybe your parents wanted you to be in that role or the job you're in is like that what's considered successful role by society and if you're wanting to pursue something less mainstream or like, I don't know, less well paid it would look could look like a lot of things or feel like it might look like a lot of things maybe you think your co-workers or your boss will be disappointed in you and this is going on for me like so I'm in a job and I'm not leaving my current job um but like I am I am starting a business and it's inevitable that I will take a step back and kind of leave and I feel I feel really guilty uh that that is gonna come one day and I mean this in the most loving way possible but when you work at a company or like pretty much any job like you are you are replaceable and yes okay they might have to hire someone and your friends might be upset or whatever hopefully they don't treat you poorly because of that but like they will find someone else they will go on or maybe it'll crumble when you leave but like it's not really it's not up to you to stay there and hold the place together if you're unhappy. Um, and remember as well that your productivity and the people around you, like it's affected when you're unhappy at work. So it might actually be doing more harm than good, staying longer than you want to because you're not you're not fulfilling your role as well as you could be if if you enjoyed the position. Um, and when we start worrying about what other people think or letting their opinions get to us, remember that they they aren't, waking up with you every morning they aren't going to sleep with you they don't spend all day with your thoughts in your body with your soul with your decisions and choices or the results that you're getting they don't they don't get any of that you are the one living your life you live with all those decisions the way someone else sees you is through their own map based on their own values and experiences and they're never going to know exactly what's going on for you or what is best for you. You have to be sure of yourself and what you want internally uh, and I've mentioned in other episodes about determ- like getting clear on your own values and beliefs and what you hold important to you so that you can let go of when other people try to impose their opinions and thoughts onto you because they're going to and they could have the best intentions. It doesn't always come out that way though. Um, So just remember it's your life. And if you're not happy in your job, that's really, that's really all that's important. Um, Or if maybe you are happy in your job, but still you have a dream you want to follow, like you have to make those decisions for yourself, not be, kept stuck in a job you hate or don't want to be in um, because you're putting the perceived feelings of others above your own. Um, Another fear that might keep us in a job we don't like is that we think it's too late. And I, when I was like doing some research for this episode, some of the Google searches that came up related to changing careers were along the lines of, is 30 too old to change careers? Is 42 too late to change jobs? Is 55 too old to change careers? So you can see there's a lot of people out there thinking it's too late to change. While well, say for you doing the Google search, no matter how old you are, the answer is no. Like I can guarantee if you choose to pursue something you love, even if it ends up being for a single day, like when you look back on your life when as you get closer to the end, you're going to be glad you followed your heart and didn't just stay somewhere because you were keeping other people happy or you were worried about failing or um, whatever it might be for you. So the retirement age in Australia right now is 67 years old and it's been going up. So who knows by the time like I retire how old it will be. Um, But if you're 50 years old, that's still almost 20 years of work you have left. And, like, you don't even have to stop working at 67 if you're in a job you love. Like, people will definitely work way past that if they can. Um, But if you're 30, like, you've still got your life again of working or spending time at work. Um, 37 more years if you're 30. And, like, you can, yeah, do the math from wherever you are but like the chances are you still have a really long time left of working. So why not do something that you wanna be doing? Uh, this The top five regrets of the dying, um, three of them could apply to work, I think. So they are, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard, And I wish I had let myself be happier. So, yeah, just let that sink in. This is what these are the sort of things people are thinking as they are taking their final breaths. Um, It's not I wish I got that promotion at work or I wish I made more money or I was more successful. Like it's wish they wish they followed their dreams, spent more time being happy outside of work. Like, yeah that really I often come back to that and yeah use it as a little reminder to kind of come back to my own values and priorities rather than what society puts on us so another fear that might keep us stuck in our jobs and maybe this is going on for you is that fear of wasting the experience you have the study you have the time you have in the job you're in it might mean and it probably does mean when you're changing careers that you're starting from the bottom of the, like the, whatever you, I don't even, I can't put that into a word right now. Um, Don't overlook how interchangeable the experience you have is like a lot of the time in jobs, you would have gained something transferable to almost any other role. So like, In the jobs I've had, I've learned a lot of communication skills. Uh, I'd like to say patience, but that is something that still comes up for me pretty often as something I need to learn. Uh, every, Every step you've been on, like no matter how relevant it is, it's given you some unique important skill and made you this like, yeah, it's made you you. And you have so many things going on that could be taken to a different career, whatever that might be. And that's a good activity is to like get, even look like Google search, like list of skills and kind of circle the ones you have and be honest with yourself too. We kind of, we like to downplay the skills we have, I think. And also we can do a simple language change here. So instead of saying like I've wasted so much time and money, like when we talk about university degrees, we know there's a bit of money there. Um, instead of saying you've wasted it, say you've spent it or invested it. And, again, like with a university degree, there's time management skills there, there's writing skills, there's and there's things outside of the, the like, work-related skills too, like the amount of friends I have from university. Um, It was through university I found out about that wildlife centre in Canada that I went to and I know I didn't speak very highly of it but it actually was one of the best things in my life, like the positives I gained from that and, like, raising baby raccoons. Oh, my God, nothing may ever beat that. Um, The experience you have, the travelling, the partying, so many things I'm sure you have gained from whatever it is you have been doing. So every every part of your journey up until now, like you've learned different lessons that have been essential to your soul's journey. And when we focus more on like what we've gained rather than what it cost us, um, we can really switch that narrative and, and focus on the positive instead of looking at it as, in, in quotation marks, a waste. And so what if you're starting from the bottom? Like embrace that student Mentality. It's kind of fun to be in a room and be able to absorb f- from people who have been there longer and learn and grow and yeah, really embrace that, that student mentality. Like it's really, it's fun. You get to be curious and I, when I started a new job, I'm like, well, they can't really be mad at me if I do anything wrong. Cause like, I don't, I don't know anything. I get to just start and, there's less pressure and really, yeah, who knows what's going to come from it and, or how quickly you could rise up or, yeah. And I think it's important to, to mention that even if you're starting out from the bottom, if it's something you love and something you're passionate about, that is going to come through in the work you're doing in your performance and you're going to thrive in whatever it is. So, yay! another fear, we might have about changing jobs and this is oh look this is probably a fear we just have about life in general and that is the fear of uncertainty and someone with anxiety I know that's huge for me and there's a few ways I kind of deal deal with this I remind myself that death is the only certainty of life so, really, anything else before that is uncertainty. And once we accept that and let go of that, like energy and worry about the future and what it could bring, like when you can let that go, you have a lot more energy to do other things and energy to put into other places, into other things. Yeah, there's so much freedom in accepting that there will be uncertainty taking small steps even though it's scary and trusting the process so again looking for the lessons in whatever you're doing maybe you try something and it doesn't work that's okay now you know it doesn't work for you and you can try again use the people around you for support talk about what you're going through instead of focusing on what could go wrong about like in the future focus on what could go right like what could go so well beyond your wildest imaginations and when you start going through life with that mindset you're going to have more of those positive unexpected things happen than rather when you think about what could go wrong then you manifest what you manifest what you're thinking of right so focus on what could go right what could go better than you ever imagined instead and learn to embrace the fear This is another quote I love. Like, yes, it's scary to make moves now, but there is nothing more scary than looking back a year, five years, 10 years from now, and you have stayed exactly where you are. Like, that is spooky. So that fear isn't going to go away. But it does get quieter when we start to show it that we can make moves anyway even if we're scared even if we really don't want to yes we're really comfortable where we are even if the job we're in isn't satisfying it's comfortable because it's what we know and to change it would be to push ourselves out of our comfort zone but every time you push past just a little bit like your comfort zone gets bigger and bigger and you start to develop self-trust because you do things you say you're going to do and you do things based on what makes you feel good uh, and you practice discipline and you just yeah you embrace the fear and you don't let it keep you stuck so there is a fear of uncertainty there's always going to be but let's start thinking about what could go better than we imagined and i think another thing we need to let go of is that societal like opinion that your success in life is only determined by your job description or your paycheck like do you feel that's a thing I really do or maybe more so used to but like there are actually some people here and their purpose isn't their job and maybe that's you. Maybe your purpose for being here isn't to do with work at all and you're going to find it in uh, love or family or travel or culture or Community, creativity, like there are so many other purposes we could be here for outside of work and so many other ways to find success. So, we need to work out what our own definition of success is, what gives us fulfillment and happiness in our lives, and let go of the opinions of others in society on what is quote unquote successful. Once we can let go of this, we are free. Like we are free to do whatever we want to do, however we want, whenever we want. We we realize there's no race, there's no timeline like that you should be should be doing things by. You just get to do life how you want to, and it doesn't matter what other people say because you know you're following what your soul wants, what you want. And let's remember that like yeah, I think we are taught that all our problems will go away if we have enough money. But it is so, well, becomes so clear to me that money does not make you happy. Like there are problems at every pay level, I guess. They're, they're different problems, yes. But every person out there has their own struggles to go through and money doesn't save it. Um, and there's, oh, there's a astounding percentage of people who win millions of dollars in the lotto that end up, committing suicide and I know a lot of people hang out for like just winning the lotto and not having to worry about anything ever again but like that is so not the case money money isn't gonna solve everything it's gonna bring its own problems and when we tell ourselves we'll be happy when we have this much money or we'll be successful when we have this job or buy a house or whatever it is when we're placing those feelings external to us, we're never going to get there because when we reach this predefined, like milestone, there's something else we want almost immediately. Like the amount of time we feel satisfied and successful, it's, gone in a blink of an eye and something comes next so we need to find those feelings within us how can we access those feelings now and keep them internal to us because it's really the only thing we can control and why why wait until a future date to feel happy and peaceful and joy and love and gratitude when we can feel those things now just by getting clear on our values being grateful for what we have redefining our our self-talk our perspective um like doing that inner work we can access all those things now and we don't have to yeah let the money or perceived professional success or whatever it is define how we feel um that is up to us and that is those things we can access now it gets easier yes at the start it's kind of like how could I do that right now but like meditating journaling gratitude investing in a coach like all of these things are going to help you get those feelings you're after you're seeking now Um, or maybe they'll even help you define what they are because sometimes it's hard to know it can take a long time to discover what our what our purpose is what our feelings like what feelings we want are it's a journey for sure but it is one worth taking because yeah again it's your life and I'm a really I i always come back to I just want to know that I've lived the best life I can like I it's it's not long we have here but we do have the power to make it as good as we can when we start making these decisions for ourselves to to get clear on what we want and and how we can get there so if you are someone who's asking yourself if you are in a job you want to stay in or maybe you're considering a career change already or listening to this episode you're like oh shit maybe I do want a career change some things you can reflect on uh, and when you when you think about your job situation and whether you are fulfilled there Some things to consider are the daily tasks you do. Like, do you actually enjoy what you're doing day to day? When we're at work and it's like Monday or Tuesday and we're thinking or saying out loud to our colleagues, like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend or I wish it was Friday. Like, we're literally wishing away days of our lives. And maybe that's not an issue for you, but I no longer want to be wishing away days of my lives because I know we get like in the scheme of things, we get so few. Like if every week you're wanting it to be Friday, that's five days of a seven-day week you are basically wanting to avoid because you're not happy or whatever. Um, and you're just living for those two days, which like, come on, they are over so freaking quickly. Yeah, it just doesn't seem worth it if that's you. Like have a have a bit of a think, is it is this somewhere I want to be Monday to Friday or like whatever your schedule is? And if yes, it is somewhere you want to be, maybe having some awareness around if that language is coming up and sort of saying, trying to find gratitude and presence in every day rather than just wishing it away. Other things to consider are like your colleagues, your working environment, because these do, these will affect you and your energy. So are they things you want to be around and let's be honest we spend a lot of time at work you might spend more time with your colleagues than your partner are they people you want to be around do they light you up or do they make you feel like shit uh what are your career prospects like is there a low ceiling and actually you're as high as you can go and that kind of makes you feel a bit like uh, just stuck and like is that limiting you? Or do you look at the higher roles in your company and are like actually I don't want that that job. That person looks stressed, they're overworked, they're not appreciated. Maybe that doesn't interest you and like okay well are you happy in the job, the role you're in now and staying there or do you seek something greater and you're not going to get it there? are you denying the inevitable? Um, What about your training and upskilling opportunities? If that's something you're interested in, is it something you're offered where you are? Your boss, does your boss appreciate you and like reward you, thank you, give you the appreciation you desire or are they a dick? I don't know. How's your work-life balance? Do you get enough out of life when you're not at work or are you so tired or burnt out or Unhappy in your position that it's carrying over into your nights and you're blocking out your feelings and avoiding like living because you feel like so terrible or maybe it's working for you and yes that's that's what we want we want it to be working for us we want to feel like yep we've got the best of work so then we can be our best selves in life too and our job it our job gives us enough freedom and financial like ability to do the things we want to do in our life outside of that because if yeah if your job's not giving you that freedom then really what is the point of course i know we need to pay bills and stuff and with cost of living that's getting harder and maybe it seems easier to easier said than done but if you're just working and barely like scraping the bills you have like what could you be doing to maybe get a raise or look like can you look for a higher paying position? Maybe it's out there. I think we underestimate how much like cleaning jobs pay and stuff like that. Your comp- yeah, your compensation. Is not your job paying you enough? And if it's not, like I know that could be a huge stress. And if you're not satisfied with that and or can't get satisfied with that like it's that stress isn't going to leave especially if cost of living and interest rates and stuff keep rising so yeah maybe maybe it's time to change just based based on the pay and I don't think that's a bad thing I think people are like oh you care about the money it's not just about money but like look money matters it does and if the money is the reason you want to change a job that's fine and don't yeah who cares what other people say i say as I genuinely care what other people say, but anyway, we're working on it together. Maybe if you work for yourself, then you would be considering like your clients or customers and how they make you feel and what you can do for them or the staff you have, your business plan and your execution. Like are you satisfied with that? Are you satisfied with how you see your business growing? Are you satisfied with the lifestyle your business gives you outside of work? or are you really just working all the time to make ends meet and like, it's not really, it's not really filling your cup anymore. Um, and in either case, what emotions do you feel when you're at work, you're thinking about your work and how does it impact your life, like your quality of life outside of work? Some other questions you could ask yourself if you're wondering if you're in the career for you or if it's time for a change. What do I really want out of my career? What do I enjoy doing that I could make a living from? And if I knew I couldn't fail and there was no judgment from others, what would I choose to do? And that's a really powerful question because it's going to tell you like, yes, maybe there is that fear of failure there or that worry of, pleasing others around you Um, but those are both things you could still take action in the face of uh, and I believe in you to do that so yeah get clear on your purpose or maybe you don't know it that's fine take some time to discover what it could be and to do that just really focus on what feels good for you and just follow that like I think we feel good in doing something and it leads us in a direction that shows us something else that makes us feel good. And through that we can discover what it is we want to keep in our lives and our routines um, or make a career out of. And, yes, sometimes it feels like like the long way around. It's not a clear-cut journey and we might try a few different things before we find it, but when we start acting out of that place of, what feels good for us and our intuition, we're going to get there or we're going to at least have fun on the way. So, get clear on your purpose and your intentions for your life and yourself. When you can remember your why, it's going to be easier to overcome your fears and to ignore the others, the opinions of others and stay determined to yeah, to live your dreams. So, recognize the success you have in other things in life too, so Find gratitude, fulfillment and peace in like your relationships, your health wins, your creativity, your like travel, doing what you enjoy. Like maybe it's gardening giving back to the community it could be so many things it's what's right for me isn't going to be right for you and it might not be right for anyone else it doesn't have to make sense as long as it feels good for you that's all that matters um and if you choose to stay in the in the position you're in like make the most out of it and remember that you've made a decision to stay there so if if you start focusing on the negative things going on or notice a lot of complaining or stress comes back up just remember remember the positives about it the benefits you have from being in that position and remember if at some point it does stop serving you it's never too late to change so I really hope you enjoyed that episode and feel maybe less stuck in a job if you don't like yours or maybe it just reaffirms to you how good your current job is and I love that for you we spend so much time at work that We really do deserve to be happy there. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a lovely day. Bye. I want to give you my biggest thanks for spending your time with me. If you would like to join me on a journey of small things towards life-changing transformation, please take just a moment to follow this podcast on your preferred platform and leave a five-star review. It would mean so, so much to me. I am so excited to continue to grow this podcast and to join you on your own mindset, wellness and spiritual path. Your support is so valuable in helping me spread the word. You can find me on my socials, links in the description. Talk soon.